What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Enlighten Me podcast. You're currently listening to episode 69 of the show, and I'm your host, Mackenzie, and I'm super glad that you're here today. Before we dive into today's content, I want to take a second to thank a sponsor who is helping to make the show possible. Today's show is made possible by Extrema Cookware. Most home cooks know that Teflon-coated nonstick cookware can add dangerous chemicals to your food as you cook, but even newer ceramic-coated cookware, which is often advertised as green, contains synthetic bonding materials. Extrema ceramic cookware is different. Made from 100% pure ceramic, Extrema is all-natural, non-toxic, inorganic, and non-reactive, and will never leach chemicals, metal, lead, or change the taste of your food. Extrema cookware is also better for the environment and is crafted from renewable raw materials using earth-friendly manufacturing methods. Use the link in the show notes to shop Extrema cookware today. So we are back with Bailey for part two on our conversation all about cloth diapering. If you missed part one last week, you'll want to go back and listen to that first. We talked about the benefits to cloth diapering and why many people choose it over disposables. This conversation isn't just for moms and dads. It's really important to know about this huge industry's effect on our health and on our planet. And if nothing else, I would love it if you'd share with the parents in your life so that they can be more educated about the products they're consuming. Today in part two, Bailey is tackling the how-tos of cloth diapering. What is up with all the different kinds of cloth diapers? How do you know what type to pick and what brand to use? And how in the world do you clean these things? We're answering all the questions for you today, and Bailey also leaves us with tons of great resources. You can find the links to everything we referenced today in the show notes, and while you're there, leave a review for the show. Did you know that less than 3% of listeners actually leave reviews for the shows that they listen to? By leaving a review, you're not just helping me, but you're helping others to find the show and helping me to give away more money to those in need. So please take a few minutes to review the show and make sure you're subscribed so that you know when the next episode is available too. Okay, friends, here is part two of my conversation with Bailey all about cloth diapering. All right, let's let's talk about that next is like kind of how how cloth diapering actually works. And I would say the the method that you just described has kind of been my go-to just because I am a frugal person. <laughs> I do oh, yeah. not want to spend a lot of money on diapers. I will say I did try to be pretty mindful of the materials like buying bamboo or organic cotton inserts, but I just do the pre-folds and the covers because I could tell that that was going to be the cheapest option. And I was like, this is not something I care to spend a ton of money on. So yeah, but like I said, I also have done a lot of secondhand. So I've tried to cut costs that way. I feel like some of these terms are probably pretty foreign to people. So (laughs) I always forget that. And that's that's a big thing about my book was like, I wanted to make sure that I did not overwhelm anybody ever. And I, we probably totally just did that. There are so many different types of diapers and styles. And as somebody who bought a big expensive stash of all in one diapers, the stash that I was using at the end of my career was receiving blankets and secondhand covers. Like, so you definitely, you got my soul there because yeah. it's one of the best ways to diaper. Oh yeah, totally. So if this is possible, I feel like this could be a hard question for you, okay. but um, could you as simply as you can kind of break down the different types of cloth diapers and I guess what you would say like our benefits to them or drawbacks to them and like why parents choose certain types over others sure okay so let's first break down the fact that there's always two parts to a diaper there okay. is a waterproof shell of some sort there's always that's well always but with modern cloth diapering 
most families are going to have some sort of waterproof exterior, which is usually made out of a material called polyurethane laminate called PUL. Okay. It's called TPU if it's made thermally. It's just thermal. So there's that waterproof exterior, and then there is some sort of absorbent material on the inside, and that's what's going to be used to catch the pee and the poop. So if we remember that, we can go through the diapers a little bit easier, I think. So one of the first ones that we've been talking about on the show has been the all-in-one. It is kind of what it is. It's everything that you need sewn into one package. So you have your absorbency sewn to your waterproof shell. This is usually a diaper that has multiple layers, tongues. There's no adding of pieces. It's just what it is in one package. has snaps. You fasten it to like a baby, like a disposable. And then we have pocket cloth diapers, which is a waterproof shell again, but it usually has a pocket lining in it. So it functions like a pocket. Like you're going to be able to put your hand between the waterproof lining and some sort of other liner, which could be literally made of any material, usually Uh stay dry. And you're going to put absorbent material, an insert in between there. This is really weird to talk about. (laughs) <laughs> I like visualize. I'm like I want to show a picture. Uh, yeah, and then pictures Yeah, and then you have a cover which is just a waterproof layer, and you pair a cover with some sort of absorbent material. Both pockets and covers you can use with any sort of absorbent material, and I use the term absorbent material because I want to give you options, which maybe uh-huh. overwhelms you. But absorbent material is anything that absorbs liquid. So it could be a old cotton t-shirt. It could be a fancy insert that you buy made of hemp, cotton, bamboo, microfiber. Yeah. could be a pre-fold. It could be a flat. Or it could be fitted diapers, which are a fancy diaper that's fully absorbent and is shaped to fit a baby directly. So it's like, it's like a disposable diaper, but it's all cotton or it's all bamboo. And so you're going to need to put a cover over top of it to keep okay. it waterproof. And then I guess there's always more options, like you get fleece and wool covers, but I'd say there's like three main styles, that all-in-one diaper, which is everything sewn in, that pocket diaper, which is an exterior waterproof shell with some sort of liner that you put inserts between, (laughs) and then covers, which are just waterproof. And sometimes they have different features such as snaps and other things to help with the absorbency. And you can, those three types would be like the big kind of categories broad categories right and then there's other terms that you're going to hear you're going to hear snap in you're going to hear all in two you're going to use hybrid (laughs) you're going to hear all these other terms as well but um, there's not a lot of standards in the industry and they're just kind of variations of those three main types okay that might be the best way to describe that that makes sense to you Mackenzie (laughs) yeah no it did make sense I think for any beginner just Keep in mind the three main types at first, and then <laughs> once you have an understanding of those, kind of kind of go from there. But I feel like as people are hearing this, they might be thinking like, okay, why would you do anything besides an all-in-one? Because that just sounds oh. so easy. Yeah. So, <laughs> so like, about that. <laughs> if anybody, I mean, yeah, this show goes out another time. But last night on Stories, so right now I'm kind of working on doing this quiz where I will give you the answer about what the best type of diaper for you is. And oh, cool. I have all-in-one. But I never gave all-in-one was never an answer because... Oh, really? Like, the reason that we, people don't do all-in-ones is because they're expensive. They're difficult yeah. to wash. They're hard to dry. Uh, they're kind of like a nuisance diaper. 
you're yeah. you're looking at like twenty to thirty five dollars a diaper because they have so many layers in them. They can be really hard to clean, and they can take a long time to dry. So yes, they're incredibly easy for care providers. They're incredibly easy for parents to use. The wear and tear and maintenance is a little bit of a of a nuisance, and so I don't usually recommend them. I don't. It's usually like my last choice. First of all, I never want anybody to be like holy crap, I can't afford it. That's $800 you just suggested to me in diapering. Right. So a lot of times people tend to go towards pockets and covers because it's a lower cost option that gets their needs done. When you go to flats and you go to prefolds and you go to inserts, you improve your washing, you improve your absorbency, and you usually lower your cost. And so that's why people gravitate towards pockets and covers over all-in-ones. Yeah, it does. Like all-in-ones sounds so magical and wonderful. But the cost and the maintenance of it can be kind of a pain long term. Yeah, totally. Yeah, And pocket diapers tend to be a great choice for anybody who has a care provider. Because once you put that insert into that pocket, so again, you've got your waterproof, and then you've got another layer, like it's a pocket, there's no fiddle farting with there's no like losing the insert. It's all one package once uh-huh. it's been assembled. Uh-huh. So that makes it a really great choice for daycare providers or babysitters or... Yeah, they don't you. have to worry about the folding techniques, which mm-hmm. I feel like that's probably one thing that has been hard. Like I said, I just do covers and pre-folds. And again, I picked that because I was like, this seems simple and the cheapest. And so I'm going with it. And <laughs> I liked it because you can... I'm like, like when people are like, okay, I don't understand how this works. I'm like, it's actually, it's really simple. Just don't overthink it. Essentially, there's a, there's a cover that goes on the outside and then there's an insert that goes in the, in between. And that's what catches the pee and the poop. And then you just swap that out whenever it's dirty and you can keep using the same cover as long as it's not soiled and then just keep putting in a new insert. And I think part of the reason I was overwhelmed at first was because there's a lot of techniques on like, okay, here's the best way to fold it or here's the like blah, 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 you know, and I thought it had to be like this certain way and you had to use pins to secure it. And one of my friends was like, no, just stuff it in there. Like just, (laughs) just stuff it in there and however it works, it works. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know why I was thinking it had to be like this certain way. Like all it's doing is absorbing pee and poop. So, <laughs> so and, uh, just make it work. Folding. So folding on pre-folds and flats was definitely like, that's how our parents cloth diapered. And I definitely think that was really trendy or really something people were still doing. Yeah. Say like early 2000s, 2005. What are the 10s called? 2010. <laughs> 2010s. Uh, 2010s. But definitely <laughs> we've seen this shift in this last couple of years. Just fold it into a pad and stuff it in there. Yeah. Uh, and I know my friend Jacqueline over at Jay's Nest, that's like just folded into a rec- just folded into a rectangle and yeah. just shove it in there. Like that's all she says. Because that's all you need to do. Yeah. And that's and it, it seems really intimidating and it's good to hear you say that because as somebody who's a cloth diaper educator, one of the things like I'm constantly trying to figure out is like how can we break down this overwhelm of cloth diapering so that it really can be delivered simply and it's like yeah, okay. Skip the folds. If you want to do folds, awesome, great. Go search out that. But for the most part, just fold it into a pad and shove it in there. That's all yeah. you have to do. Yeah, for sure. What's the difference between pre-folds and flats? So a flat is a single layer of material and a pre-fold is multiple layers of material. Okay. So a flat is usually 30 inches by 30 inches, single layer, and a pre-fold is usually more the size of a shape of paper. And it could be two or three layers of high quality material or up to eight layers of gauze. 
Okay. Yeah, that's what I've used just because I knew what it was. And I feel like if anybody needs a picture of it, it's it's actually what a lot of people use as burp rags. <laughs> like yes. when I first saw one, I was like, wait, this is a burp rag. And it's like, no, it's actually a cloth <laughs> diaper. A lot of people just use them as burp rags for whatever reason. <laughs> I use them in my kitchen now. They're fantastic for cleaning up a glass of spilled milk. Way yeah. better than Bounty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. They serve a lot of purposes. Okay, cool. So, yeah, I think I think that does help break down kind of some of the mystery behind cloth diapers. Yeah. I think, like I said, it can it, – if you just Google – cloth diapers like where to start like there there is a lot of information and like we said there's so many different types to choose from but there's so many types and so many different styles a really great resource that I put together so like um my Instagram has a lot of information if you go to guides Uh I have like the types of cloth diapers in one guide and it will show you pictures and really simple language about like the five basic types of cloth diapers so my Instagram is at cloth diaper podcast and I try to keep it really simple and really basic Yeah, to walk everybody through with images. Yeah. that That's good. That's, that's what the people need, I think, because yeah, there's just, and, and there's so many terms, like you said, like hybrid and hook and loop. And I'm like, well, I get lost like with all these terms, <laughs> but. And it's okay. Like if you're in a conversation, I mean, this is a podcast and people are listening, but if you're in a conversation with a mom, Tell her to stop and slow down and say, hey, what is that? Get her to clarify it for you. Yeah, totally. And I think one, if you're you're really interested in cloth diapering, I think one good thing to do is like if you think – okay, yeah, I want to, I want to do, I want to try out like a low cost option, maybe just buy one cover and a couple prefolds or flats and just try it. Once you see it in action, I feel like it's really hard to understand if you just keep reading about it without ever actually oh. trying it. Like I think yeah, there's a point where you guys got to close the blogs. Yeah. Stop watching videos. Stop reading about it. Just yeah. go walk into your baby boutique, order it online, whatever you got to do. Yeah, just yeah. buy buy something and try it. And then you'll kind of know more what people are talking about when you go read online. <laughs> and that way you can be like, yeah, that, that worked great. I'm going to stick with this. Or like, okay, I didn't really like that. So I'm going to try one of these other kinds or whatever. And like one of my most popular stories or one of the stories that I get the most when I talk to parents on the Cloth Diaper podcast, because I, t- I tell two stories on my show. I tell one where I interview parents about their cloth diaper journey, and I do one where I interview brands. Mm-hmm. And the most common story that parents will say is that they bought 10 diapers, and that's where they started. So 10 uh-huh. diapers is a really low investment, Yeah, uh, and you can wash them every night. Yeah. And that's how it starts. Uh-huh. And so you don't don't get overwhelmed with this idea that you need an entire stash. You don't yeah. need 25 diapers. You literally need 10 by five pockets and two covers and three ins- and five inserts or buy two different types of diapers. That's always what I say. So like if you're going to buy if you really want pockets and buy the Rumparoo and the Thirsties or like two different brands. So you have two different ideas about fit and function. But, like, you can really start quite small and wash them every night or wash them once a day. Yeah. And then build your stash as you're experiencing it and as you're learning. Like, you know what? This is not working for me or this could work better this way. And you're really not going to know until you get your hands a little dirty and start trying it. Yeah, totally. Good recommendation. And there's even – aren't there even, like, disposable inserts that you can buy for cloth diapers? You know, this has been – this is that was a really big thing. 
when I started diapering in like 2015. Uh-huh. But I think like Grovia still makes them, but honestly, I don't really, I haven't seen them in stock at a lot of retailers. And I think they're kind of falling out of favor. Okay. Yes, you might still find them, but they're not as popular as they used to be. A lot of the brands who manufacture them are no longer manufacturing them. So Okay. But you can use, you my covers are a great thing to start with because they are great for disposable diapers. I always, so my like really good friends that I know I'll get to sit down with, I'll buy them cloth diaper covers. And I'll be like, I'm not pushing cloth diapering on you. But if you're ever in a car, put this on your baby over the yeah. disposable diaper. Because if they poop, you want that extra layer of real elastic. Oh, yeah. That's you true. You want it. So, like, I'm not telling you that you have to cloth diaper, but I'm just saying, like, this is a really great choice when you're in a baby carrier or you're on a long hike or you're flying to help make yeah. sure you don't need to change <laughs> seven outfits that day. Yeah, yeah, very true. That's a good point. Okay, something else that there's a lot of choices on is brands. So how do you recommend people go about picking what brand they're buying from? I mean, do you have like certain go-to brands that you recommend? I mean, I have certain go-to brands just because like as a blogger and a creator, I have personal bias based on whoever talks to me. I mean, I have some really good friends in the industry. And so naturally I want to support my friends. Mm -hmm. But generally I recommend to people to talk to your friends. So if you have a friend that cloth diapers, what brand are they using? That's a good place to start. Sure. Yeah. Or if you have a lot of consumer beliefs or you have a lot of values, chat with somebody and be like, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm really looking for a North American brand who has a really strong diversity program or has strong social ethics. And then I can point you in the right direction pretty easily. You can also just like pop on Instagram, start following brands see who you connect like I I'm such a people person that that's part of the brands that I love are brands that I've connected with on social media and so for me as a consumer that story is super important to me but there's so many brands yeah literally it's okay every brand has a fan group so if your baby boutique carries two brands of diapers start there yeah that's a great place to start or if you're like I don't know. I never know where to point. Buy the pretty diapers. If you're like super yeah. into anime, <laughs> go buy Nerdy Mamas. But if you're super into florals, Petite Crown might be a better choice. Or if you're super into uh-huh. solids, then I don't know. Make solids. Smart bottoms, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> really? You could just like, you could spin a dice and try. I, there's You can't really go wrong until you try. Unless you have, like, really strong social values and you're looking for something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What about for used cloth diapers? Do you ha- Is there, like, a good site or something where you think it's the best place to buy them from? I mean, I have – luckily, I have – it's not a local place, but it's, it's a place – it's a, a little baby shop, like, four hours away – but we go there like at least twice a year. And so every time we go to this town, I'm like, let's let's make sure we hit that shop because I like to just get my stuff there. And I don't really care about brands. I just buy what I think looks like it will work well. So <laughs> so that works for me. But Yeah. And who had I, I had um, I was chatting with Margaret on the Clutter podcast and she also has a store like that, a consignment store where she can pop in. And that's a fantastic yeah. way. Like, maybe you've got that. But I know that that's not super prevalent. Most people right. are buying selling diapers on Facebook. The Facebook groups, they come and go. You can look on Marketplace. The thing yeah. is, like, you're really going to want to watch the quality and the price and the longevity. Yeah. Honestly, for me, I feel like the secondhand market, if they heard me talking, they would, like, they would get mad at me. 
but I would look <laughs> at the original price of the cloth diaper and I want to pay more okay. than 50%. Oh, so okay. if That's it's like if it's a bum genius elemental and it's originally thirty dollars and that person's used it for a year, yeah, fifteen bucks. If you're paying more than fifteen dollars, no, because you've lost the warranty, you've lost you've got a year of wear and tear. Cloth diapers, yes, people do pass them on to upwards of two, three babies, but uh-huh. sometimes they don't last that long. Sometimes yeah. they only last one baby, depending on the detergent, the wear and tear, the use. So like you should be getting a deal when you buy used. Sure. That's my opinion. Yeah. My unpopular opinion of the day. And the things that you're really <laughs> going to want to look out for, like you're probably, you're checking the PUL. You want to make sure that it's all still pretty intact. You don't want the elastics to look crazy loose. Staining. I don't really care about staining. Staining is going to happen with most organic fibers and can get out. Yeah. It's really hard if you can't look and feel themselves. Definitely ask around locally to see if like anybody if there's somewhere local and you don't have if you go to somebody's house and you look at them on the porch and you don't like them like you can walk away guys you can walk away you don't that's true yeah yeah I would definitely recommend starting with any local baby consignment shops because I did that when I was pregnant like I went to a few local ones and I wasn't even looking for cloth diapers but I was like oh they have like I mean it was a really small selection but they had a few options so yeah just start there that's a good idea uh we used to have like kids good as new sales in my community before covid if those come back sometimes you see diapers there too yeah it's a wheel right now yeah Uh, yeah all right and then obviously the other big thing that people always have questions on is cleaning and we did talk about this a little bit already you mentioned just having a solid washing routine is really helpful but i think this is like one of the most intimidating things for people especially when it comes to poop like like you oh, know, yeah people oh yeah i don't want poop in my washing machine and i'm like yeah who would want poop in their washing machine so so yeah what is your step-by-step you know, tutorial, verbal tutorial on how you wash a cloth diaper. So I usually stick to a four-step, keep it simple routine. Okay. You're going to make, make tweaks based on a lot of different things, but you can start here. First, you're going to, if it's breastfed poop, where that's you can wash that, no problem. It's water-soluble. But every other type of poop, you're going to want to dump in the toilet uh-huh. and get as much of it as way as possible. Then the second step that you're going to do is you're going to toss that all in your washing machine and you're going to give it a quick rinse. You're looking like 15, 30 minute cycle with warm or cool water, a little bit of detergent, depending on your water. A lot of us use like line one, super simple. And then the next one is your heavy duty wash. And for this, I usually like to tell people like, think about washing your garden clothes. What are you going to do to wash your garden clothes? You're going to put it on a high, heavy cycle with warm or hot water. You're going to put a full amount of detergent in there that's recommended for your, that soil level. And you're going to wash and then you're going to want to make sure that the diapers are not sticky or smell. If they do still, then you need to wash them again until they are not smelling. <laughs> and they're, I, yeah. I've opened up the laundry before and you can smell, oh, that didn't get clean. Something happened. Yeah. Maybe the agitation was off. And then you can dry them and you can toss them in the dryer if you want, or you can hang them to dry depending on the type of diaper or what you want. But usually that's like kind of the simple. You're going to remove the poop. You're going to rinse out as much of the pee and the poop in the first wash. Then you're going to wash it like super dirty clothes, long, heavy cycle, and then you're going to dry it. Okay. And you can, depending on how that comes up for you, will depend on what kind of tweaks that you need to make. If you find that you're getting super sudsy, maybe you need to scale back on the detergent. If you're finding that you're getting a lot of poop smell, maybe you need to add a little more detergent or more agitation. And so these are kind of all little tweaks and don't stress yourself out about it. Like start somewhere, just like how we said, just buy five diapers and try it. Yeah. Just wash one load and see how it goes. 
everybody's wash machine, everybody's water quality detergent all works a little bit differently, but you know how to do laundry, you know how to problem solve, and you can kind of do the little things to get where you need to go with your wash routine. Yeah. And you can always reach out to a brand, a retailer, a blogger, another Instagram mama and say, hey, I can't figure it out. What do you know? And how can you support me in this? Yeah. And remember, like, a lot of people are going to have rules. You have to do this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. But you don't. And it's okay. One of the things that I teach people to say is, in my experience, this did or did not work. In my experience, when I used that detergent, I got ABC result. Uh And that doesn't mean all experiences are going to be like that. But it really just reminds us that cloth diapering looks different for everybody. In my experience, an extra rinse cycle helped. Yeah. In my experience, an extra rinse cycle didn't. Like So just be really gentle if you're supporting other parents in cloth diapering that you're not shaming or guilting or saying that they have to do something because their experience is going to look very different. Right. Like you said, it. I mean, everybody has a different washing machine even. So like you can't really say do it exactly this way. Like for me, I my washing machine has a pre-soak function so i'm able to just do it all in one load and uh, let it pre-soak yeah, in the heart and, that yeah so so that works for me but other people might have to do kind of two different cycles and yeah so i have like a 1980s machine <laughs> in my basement definitely it was me running downstairs twice so yeah, yeah. right and when it comes to the, this was something that i had a question about and since since then i figured it out but i want to ask you just because okay i feel like It was something that I was really wondering about and was like, am I the only one with this issue? So, you know, everybody says (laughs) like, (laughs) everybody says like, okay, yeah, you dump the poop into the toilet and just try to get most of it off. And I was like, okay, I don't know about you, but like my child does not have solid poops. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Sorry to give TMI, but like that was never happening where I could just like plop it in the toilet. It was like, no, I like I could sit there and shake it and it still wouldn't come off. Like it is a sticky mess. So I had to buy a, I don't even know what they're called, but the thing that you kind of hang on the back of the toilet to spray them off. My husband calls it the baby boudet, but. (laughs) Yeah, it's basically a boudet sprayer. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, I have to use that and rinse them all, which is a pain in the butt now that obviously he's been, he's almost two. So he's been not exclusively breastfed for a long time now. But so ever since we stopped doing, ever since we started solid foods, essentially, I've kind of had to do that. So is that something that most people have or what's been your experience? Yeah. So I would say most of us deal with the sticky peanut butter poop. And then we we casually just say, get the poop off because it's just like easy. But it's actually, yeah, it is kind of a gross sticky mess. You know? Yeah. No, that's, <laughs> that's generally what is happening for most parents. And one of the things that I learned with poop cleanup, so kind of in my last year, I started experimenting with different detergents. So if you're using a plant-based detergent, you're really going to want to get as much poop as possible off. Uh-huh. And so I, I I used the synthetic detergent for most of my cloth diapering journey. And I definitely like didn't do a great job cleaning. I always had a great experience with wash. But I think that's one of those make or break things about if you're really struggling with getting your diapers clean is that you probably should pre-rinse them more. Okay. But yeah, I got my hands dirty a lot. And there's lots of different gizmos and tools that you can use. I mean, parents will use disposable liners and then they'll toss the liner. The liners will say they're flushable, but 
as we probably know, flushable is not a regulated term, and I would not recommend flushing anything. You shouldn't flush. Right. So you can put liners. People will do fleece liners. They'll do disposable liners, or they'll use a diaper dog and a sprayer, or they'll use a shield and a sprayer. I was always just team get my hands dirty. You got to wash your hands anyway, so why not actually wash your really dirty hands? And I would just literally be kneeling at the toilet, scrubbing a diaper. Yeah. Which is not glamorous, but when you are doing things for your baby's health and environment you just sometimes you don't do glamorous things yeah (laughs) that's okay that's okay yeah so yeah you sticky poop is pretty normal and most of us are really scrubbing with it or we're using liners that's why a lot of people use disposable liners i just couldn't stomach the extra cost of like ten dollars a month right which is silly because we're like we're well off yeah but it was really not an extra cost that i was willing i would rather just wash the the scrub in the toilet right the diaper dog, I, I worked with diaper dog this last year. It's really cool and it would really be a great option for a lot of parents who are afraid of the yuck factor. There are tools and tricks out there, but you're not alone, my kids. Yeah. No. Okay. That, we are that's good all to know. <laughs> good to know. Yeah. I felt like that's something that a lot of people didn't want to talk about. <laughs> I was like, okay. Well, well it's well. like something we can't really show on blogs and it's like weird thing to talk about. Yeah, totally. So. Yeah. yeah, no, I think that's good to know. I feel like people should have a realistic idea of what they're getting into, especially, like I said, it was so much easier for those, like, first six months or so where I was just breastfeeding. Like, you just throw it on the washing machine. It's so easy. But obviously not everybody is breastfeeding or whatever, and that only lasts for so long. So so it's good to know that it can get a little And then eventually you will get to ploppable poop land again. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. And it is a lovely transition. Yeah. I found that it really helped when you, what if you ever get to the point where like you're using significantly less milk products or more water, that's when ploppable poop happens. Also, the best thing that you can do is change your diaper as soon as possible. Because once they sit in it, it's game over. Totally. That's like, true. Like you see them pooping, you go. Go, yeah. you get it done. <laughs> okay. Good tips. Thank you. All right, cool. Well, are there any like other supplies that you think all cloth diapering parents should have on hand? Anything that you've found really helpful? I mean, I'm not, I'm not one to say that there are like must-have supplies. That's just okay. not who I am. But there are things that will be helpful. Wet bags will be helpful. Yeah. Okay, that's about it. <laughs> Wet bags. <laughs> dog. I mean, you really can get away with as little as possible. I never want the barrier to cloth diapering to be cost, and so yeah. yeah. I mean, a diaper dog or a sprayer might be really helpful and a wet bag will be really helpful or some sort of container to put your dirty diapers in. Yeah, I love my wet bag. I also recommend those. What about, do you use disposable wipes or what do you use? So, yes, I did use disposable wipes and I use cloth wipes. This is like a weird thing for me. I never really understood. Like I have, I tested out all the cloth wipes in the market. It was like a project I was going to do. So I have a ton of cloth wipes. But for some reason, I would still grab a disposable wipe. And I still have all these concerns about disposable wipes. I don't know. I just, I don't really understand why disposable wipes were always like my go-to choice. And it always kind of bothered me. But there are (laughs) wipes. Cloth wipes are fantastic. One of my favorite things to use with a cloth wipe is like a liniment or a three-in-wash cream. It's like a great way to clean up. Oh, I haven't heard of that. Liniments, yeah. So liniments are like three-in-wash, three-in-ones. They come out of France. They use lime water, oil, oil. Lime water, oil, and like one other ingredient usually, and they are amazing at removing poop. And then they kind of like leave this like healing cream on the skin. They're awesome. Oh they're a little gosh. expensive, but they're okay. so awesome. Yeah, that's good to know. A great company in the United States to look at is No Leo Care. I had them on the show, and I had done a couple used them when I was a couple of Canadian brands. So it was cool to see someone come up in the states. But yeah, 
cloth wipes, disposable wipes. Like, it's such a weird thing. Just use whatever you like. Yeah. Cloth wipes are great, though, because it really does save on that cost. Mm-hmm. And cloth wipes are super versatile. Like, I now use them in the house for tissues. There you go. Kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, cloth wipes are awesome, but I totally understand why a disposable wipe is just, like, what people gravitate towards. Yeah, absolutely. It's just, like. I don't even understand that draw and that pull, but it happens. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And then my last question is what are, I feel like some people might be thinking like, okay, this sounds great for like stay at home moms, but how are you supposed to do this if you work and if you send your kid to daycare, you know, whatever it is. So what's your, what's your answer to that? So there are lots. I was a stay-at-home mom, and I did use a babysitter. So my answers are are based off of my experiences talking with other working parents in the the space. But a lot of people do send their child to school, to daycare and cloth diaper at the same time. You're going to have to have a conversation with your child care provider. There's not really any legal laws. A lot of people will try to be like, oh, it's against health and safety policy. Usually they're just making up an excuse because they're scared of something. Uh, very few states actually have like a policy, legal policy that you can't use a cloth diaper. I don't think any do, but okay. usually they're scared of something when that's going to be their answer. Uh-huh. And then you have to, <laughs> I live in an area where daycare is so scarce okay. that I would probably be like, whatever, I'll just do whatever you need me to do mm-hmm. if that was my situation. But you can work with your daycare provider and a lot, so there's a lot of different ways and I've, I've chatted with a lot of different working parents on my show. So if that's your story, I think you can go to the cloth Diaper podcast and look up daycare and there'll be like three or four shows. So people will either do, they'll buy a big enough stash where they wash once a week uh-huh. or they'll wash every night, depending. I had one mom and she had a machine that was just for cloth diapers. That was like, oh wow, that was the thing that her husband agreed to that they would have. So she bought a secondhand machine. And she used it just for cloth diapers. Wow. And so she would wash it and it would kind of always be kind of going in the background so that it didn't clog up her regular life laundry as well. Uh, and that was a good, it was, it was what worked for her family to get the job done. Yeah. So there's lots of different ways. I would say a lot of people mostly go one whole week and wash on Sunday. Right. And you're going to want to use a diaper that is a all-in-one system. So the one thing that a cloth diaper daycare won't do is they won't change inserts and reuse the cover. They want to change the whole diaper. So you're going to want to use most likely pockets or an all-in-one system or a snap-in cloth diaper. So it's one system and you're changing the diaper every time. Then they're not going to remove the poop. So you're going to have to do that at the end of the day. Sometimes people just do disposable diapers at daycare and cloth at home. Yeah, That's the other scenario, right? Like there's so many scenarios here. People do do it. I would ask around to see and kind of experiment it and be okay that if it overwhelms you that you don't have to do it. I'm not necessarily the best person, Mackenzie, just because for Canadians, we don't go back to work until 12 or 18 months. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Right? So <laughs> our postpartum period looks a little different. And it's okay that if you're going back to six weeks or eight weeks, that it's okay to say that you're not going to cloth diaper at daycare. You're only going to do it on the weekend. Now that's 24 less diapers yeah. in the yeah, sure. landfill. Or you're only going to cloth diaper at daycare and you're going to use disposables at home. Like, yeah, true. Find a routine and rhythm and be gentle on yourself and reach out to other parents who do in safe spaces, like because your generic mommy group might not be the best place. <laughs> so yeah. I know like the one of my favorite cloth diaper groups to recommend is the Thirsties or the Green Mountain Diapers Facebook groups. Okay. They're brand groups, but I think that they have a lot of staff on hand. They do a really good job of making it feel safe and inviting and the conversation to be positive. That's cool. Yeah. 
Good to know. Okay, you've given us so many resources today. So I really appreciate that. There are so many great resources about cloth diapering. I think we talked about how like, you got to close the blog sometimes. Uh-huh. Just go buy the diapers. Just go get started and figure out how it's working for you. And there's a lot of great safe places. Don't ask cloth diaper questions in places where it might not feel safe yeah. to do so. And if people start attacking you for it, like delete your post and just move on. Like, <laughs> Don't let that negativity get to you. It's going to be out there and it's going to be rampant, but you don't like you don't have to get sucked into it. And I also know like the motherhood experience in the United States is is really challenging. So give yourself a lot of a lot of grace and let yourself make a lot of mistakes cuz yeah, it's going to happen, right? Yeah. That's just that's just good life advice. So thank you. <laughs> and it works for what I bring too. I think one of the best things that I ever did so I at one point in my life I decided I wanted to be a little lead leader. Okay. Uh, I never actually completed it. Kind of like hodgepodge of life happened. Uh-huh. But the one thing that I learned in the Latch League training in my first few months was one thing we always say is many mothers find. And they really emphasize this conversation that many mothers find this to be an experience. But there are so many different experiences. And like you have to give space and avoid judgment and shame. And you really have to be like many mothers find that this works or that this works and that this works and let people use their own intuition and that they are wise and that they are capable mm. of coming to solutions that work. And that applies to everything. Yeah. Um, parenting, sleep training, cloth diapering, even disposable diapering. Yeah. And number of disposable diapers trying to find one that works. So true. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Okay. Do you mind if I ask you just a couple fun questions? Sure. Okay. Okay, how about what is the most impactful book that you've read? Either about cloth diapering or something totally different? <laughs> you had asked me, I saw that question. Okay, so the most impactful book for my cloth diapering journey was this book, because uh, I can see it. It's called Fake Silk. Okay. And it's by Paul David Blunt. All right. And the book about silk is about the journey of bamboo manufacturing in the United States and abroad oh, interesting. and how it's not so green and the impacts of carbon disulfide on communities around the world. Oh, wow. That sounds interesting. Yes. It is a very sad book, but it's pretty awesome to read. Okay. And I am, I have a lot of half open books. I'm like a little bit ADHD some days. So. <laughs> um, fake silk is the biggest one for my cloth diaper journey. And then right now I'm like reading a lot of books on, uh, I'm reading this book called To Call Myself Beloved by Leslie Wilcox, who I met at a blogging conference. Oh, and cool. It's really awesome. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. Okay. How about something recently that you've listened to or watched that you think other people should hear? I don't know if this is on Netflix USA and it's totally random and it's not related to anything, but on Netflix Canada right now, they have this like documentary on swear words. Yes. I saw that. I saw that. And it's really interesting. Okay. Did you watch the it's whole thing? Like, yeah, I did. Because they're only like 30 minutes. It's just like, oh, that's interesting. Huh. It's interesting thinking about how linguistics and language changes. And so yeah. my full-time job, I'm a copywriter technically. Like when I'm not podcasting or blogging, I write websites for people. So oh, cool. when you think about linguistics, it's like, oh, yeah, this is interesting. Like how damn used to be like a super popular swear word. And now like we just say it, whatever. Anyways, yeah. it was really cool. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Okay, cool. I'll have to check it out. Um, how about a brand or product that you're loving, maybe something not cloth diaper related, that you can't keep your hands off lately? A brand or product that I'm using right now that I'm loving? I'm like, I need to buy myself more stuff. <laughs> I have a mom life thing. So uh, the one thing that I bought last year started at the beginning of the pandemic was, it, this is for my kids, this is kid related. 
I bought the Lily Post book box subscription, and it comes every month. Oh, I haven't heard of that. And now we're 13 months in, and I still love getting three new books every month. Oh, that's so fun. <laughs> so it's like a book subscription service, and they've got different age groups. And I I don't have a family who gives a lot of gifts, so we didn't have any books. But I didn't know. I like I walk into a bookstore. I'm like, what am I supposed to buy? So it's so <laughs> nice to have three new books every day. That's so cool. And I talked to them. So I sent an email also being like, hey, all of my books were by white authors, and I'm starting to get more books by indigenous and black authors. So I'm really happy uh, that's that they're cool. working on that. Very mindful of you. That's really cool. Awesome. Okay. And last but not least, how can people find you? Uh, your podcast, your book, your website, all that good stuff. So it's Clothic Podcast. So you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, at Cloth Diaper Podcast. Okay. And then my website is www.clothdiaperpodcast.com. My podcast is Cloth Diaper Podcast. Let's keep it super simple, super <laughs> easy. And then my book is called Cloth Diapers, The Ultimate Guide to Textiles, Washing, and More. And cool. it is a handbook for beginners. It's available exclusively right now on Amazon as a paperback. And then you can download it as an ebook. I think on Google Play, Apple, Google Books, Apple Play, and um, Google, Apple, and Amazon, and Adobe or those three yeah very good okay yeah well if uh if anyone's thinking about cloth diapering they should just buy themselves that little gift and get their handbook so and feel free to like slide into my dms sometimes it takes me a while but i do get back to people with their questions so perfect well bailey thank you so so much for your time i feel like yeah this is a conversation that so many people have questions on and i think you probably just helped a ton of people. So thank you for that. And oh, thanks thank you for, for this. Yeah, thanks for all the resources that you provide. This is yeah. really helpful even to me. So thank you. <laughs> awesome. Well, I wish you luck on your cloth diapering journey, Mackenzie. And thank you. Yeah, we'll talk to you later. Okay, sounds Bye. great. Thanks. So did you learn a lot today or did you learn a lot today? I'm so happy to have had Bailey on the show. She's much more of an expert at this topic than I am, and I love the message of having grace for yourself that she is spreading to parents. Parenting is hard enough, so we don't need impossible standards to live up to when it comes to our diapering techniques. I hope today's episode encouraged you in that cloth diapering looks different for everybody. Whether you're perfecting your wash routines or just mastering using cloth on the weekends, you can hold your head up high knowing that you are making a difference. If you still have questions coming away from today's conversation, please tell us. Bailey and I would both love to help you. She listed lots of helpful resources like the quiz she created to figure out the best diaper for you, and all of those things are linked in the show notes today, including the links to connect with us. And like I said, we would really love to hear from you, either your questions or comments and any feedback you have for us. Check out those resources as well as the link for shopping Extrema Cookware. You can view the show notes on whatever app you're currently listening on or on my website, heartfelthippie.com. And while you're over there, don't forget about leaving a rating and a review for the show and subscribing. Subscribing to the show just takes the click of one button on whatever app you're currently listening on, and that way you'll know when next week's episode is live, and trust me, you won't want to miss what I have in store for you. I would also love it if you'd share the show with friends who you think would enjoy this. Word of mouth is so, so helpful to podcasters, so please consider sharing the show either on social media or, hey, just by texting a friend and saying you think they would like it. Thanks so much for tuning in, and until next time, remember to use your resources and never hesitate to ask questions. Give yourself grace in your parenting and sustainability journey, and keep seeking to get enlightened. Peace out! There's no one who can
Take your place